The ongoing complexity of IT systems along with the evolving regulations are the major challenges faced by IT security professionals. Now, IDC recently said that whilst the C-suite is paying more attention to the issue of security, there are many infrastructural issues across people and processes that unless the C-suite decides to address will continue to be problematic. Now, in this podcast for future CISO, we are joined by Chern Yi Boy, Senior Vice President for Asia Pacific at SailPoint, to talk about identity security in the cloud. Uh, Chern Yi, welcome to podcast for future CISO. Thank you. What is identity security management today? Identity security management, if you think about it, really is not a new concept. It's been around for a while. SailPoint is a company where I am in. We've been around for 16, 17 years. But what we have seen is that identity management has evolved over time, right? Because it started more from around governance and, you know, for compliance purpose to now really moving more into a center or at the core of the entire cybersecurity program. And if you think about it, is the evolution comes with the fact that you are now seeing more and more, I think, changes that's happening as a trend among enterprises. One is really workforce transformation. The other one is digital transformation, both of which actually very much dependent on adoption of cloud and SaaS. And those two trends actually brings about a couple of things. It brings about work from anywhere on any devices, right, by both human and non-human workers and across assets as both on-prem, in-cloud and also SaaS-based. So what that means is that the old thinking and concept of cybersecurity where it's perimeter-based is now moving away way into a more identity-based and more based around zero trust architecture. And that's just because of simplicity in the sense that you are now moving more of the security control into where it's closest to the resources, and in this case, really identity, right? So because of that, uh, what you see is that the old parameter security is no longer as effective. It drives the evolution of traditional identity security management into the next level, and therefore the rise of this conversation around identity security management from the perspective of the CIO as well as from the CISO, what's the difference between traditional identity security management versus the one that is cloud or cloud native identity security management? There's a couple of things, right? I think there's several levels you're going to be looking at. One is really the security program itself and what does it protect and, you know, the identity uh, program itself. And the other one is actually the use of the technology itself, right? What does it do? And, and the question actually has two elements. So let me first address really around the security of the hybrid environment. As you move from more a traditional on-prem into adoption of cloud and SaaS, what does that mean? So in the sense that it's moved away from, you know, just purely looking at and on-prem and legacy and protecting those, but also to look at extending that into cloud and SaaS. And if you think about it, right, there was a report that says IDSA, right, Identity Defined Security Alliance, that said 94% of breach are identity related. And at the heart of all this breach, right, basically, right, one question remains unanswered. Do enterprises know who in the organization has access to what data and application, regardless of whether they are on-prem or they are cloud or SaaS? And, and that generally is the first step any enterprises have to take, has to do to take back control of their cyber program. Therefore, if you look at it, the changes then is that from a traditional identity security platform, which tends to be more legacy in nature, the focus has always been more around on-prem legacy application. And the center of their focus tends to be more around governance and compliance related, more so 
then really looking at how do you then be able to have the visibility, have full automation and full integration into your hybrid environment to allow you ability to then manage you know, a high volume of complexity. And the complexity is, uh, around identity is actually increased over time, right? Because if you look at it, just think about it for a second, right? It's really at the end of the day, if you go back to apply the zero trust security architecture principle, it's really about never trust, always verify. And the principle of least privilege is very important. But if you look at, let's say, for example, enterprise with 60,000 employees and maybe five or 6,000 application environment, the amount of potential relationship between those resources, we haven't even considered non-human identity, right? But if you just look at this 60,000 employees, 5,000 application, the amount of potential relationship there to kind of manage is pretty high. If you kind of add on the other complexity of SaaS and then you add on the other cloud and then you add on the other non-human, this whole thing kind of explodes beyond human capacity. So what that means is that if, if you look at then the need to drive that identity security coverage and making sure that you match, you kind of manage that whole attack surface, um, you really need to start consider things like, for example, AI being the core of the identity security engine, right? So think about it, the shift, right? In the past, if you think about it, governance and compliance tends to be more around reporting. You kind of do it, maybe you do a compliance certification once a quarter, once a year. But now if you kind of move it forward into today, you got to make sure that you are adaptive enough because, you know, people are going to turn on the SaaS application today. They're going to use it tomorrow. They may not need to use it anymore. You're going to be able to turn it off because otherwise that access becomes a risk, right? That identity becomes breached. Now, how do you manage that? And there's no way anyone can manage that manually. It goes way beyond human capacity. And therefore, the consideration of AI being a core part of identity is becoming more and more of a critical consideration. So that's one aspect of it, right? And you talk about the other aspect, and this that's, that's more about how do you cover and protect yourself. But if you go back into talking about what identity security platform will you be using in your environment, right? And that's the part about cloud-native-based security platform versus a on-prem, right? So there are many reasons why people want to look at and start moving more and more towards a cloud-native uh, security, identity security platform. And there are many benefits. And the same benefit you heard about why people move to cloud and SaaS is the same benefit you get from doing this by moving you know, your identity security platform into a cloud native platform. And that, just to name a few, right? You, you will see that when you move there, you generally the cloud-based uh, identity security uh, platform tends to be more modern. It gives you better you know, intelligence using AI and machine learning, uh, drives better automation, and also more comprehensive integration across both on-prem and cloud, just because it's cloud native to begin with. And that's one of the key things to kind of understand. But also at the same time, customers or enterprises will also see the benefit of a cloud native platform, right? So you do not have to worry about the cloud operations, upgrade, the total cost of ownership, all this thing becomes part of the benefit you get from a cloud native SaaS solution, right? So, and I think that's really kind of one of the reasons why you will see more and more enterprises are moving there. By doing so, it allows a more faster time to value for enterprises because then you don't have to continuously implement it, roll it out, manage that, manage the upgrade, you know, all those are taken away from you, right? And all you need to focus on the configuration-based kind of implementation and that kind of brings the time to value shorter for most enterprises. For an organization that is making that shift, what are the challenges that they need? Either both the CIO and the CISO need to be aware of to help orchestrate this migration over to uh, what is traditional uh, identity security management to something that is cloud-native identity management. So what we see a lot right now is the that two group of enterprises that is making this shift, one which does not even have any identity security solution right now in place, right? So it tends to be more manual or semi-manual in, in that sense, right? So, and they need to kind of quickly adopt 
as they start to move more and more into digital transformation. And, and that's why they're considering as a way to leapfrog it straight into a cloud native uh, solution. And then there's another enterprises which have already, I would say, legacy identity security platform in, in their environment working for them, but more like an on-prem situation. And they need to kind of replace that more modern platform. Typically modern, they will also be then be looking at uh, a cloud native thing. Right? So in both situations, what you will be looking at is really the extent of migration that is needed. Because the Number one is that if there is a huge amount of customization already done in the environment, then you're going to be able to understand how much of those customization can actually be standardized, right? Because the, the, the benefit of a cloud native is really you get a skill benefit of everybody using the same thing and therefore you have standardization. If you look at your core environment and you look at those processes that you have in place and they are so key and tenant to you, the customization is impossible to kind of break. Then I think that you've got to consider whether you really, is it the right time for you then to make that move into a cloud base, right? Because the benefit of cloud base is that you get a benefit of skill, you get a benefit of the TCO, you benefit of the whole operations sitting with a vendor, but you therefore have to change your processes to be more standardized, more configuration related. So I think those, those are considerations. No, no different from any application that has to move from a on-prem into a pure SaaS-based uh, application, right? So I mean, those are considerations you got to have. Of course, the other thing that very important as well is uh, how can you coexist? Are you, are you able to then put in certain workload onto this and certain uh, processes onto a cloud native based uh, platform mm -hmm. and do that and keep maybe a, a, a hybrid situation where you have mm -hmm. uh, on-prem that allows you to do the more complicated customized things, mm -hmm. right? So those, those are things you would, you would need to have. Are there any mistakes that organizations typically will make as a result of migrating to a cloud native identity management solution? The, the common thing that we see is um, an enterprises thinking that, hey, I want all the benefit of a SaaS-based solution, SaaS-based identity security platform, but I want to do it in the same way I've done for my on-prem solution. And that's not always going to work out well, right? Because, you know, the, the benefit of the SaaS-based kind of um, identity security platform is that it gives you uh, business value in a reduced time frame, you know, all the skill and cost stuff that I, I explained earlier, right? But the flip side of it, it also means that you're probably not going to be able to customize it to the hill, right? Because then you lose the ability to then really leverage on the benefit of a SaaS-based solution. So I think that that is what we will see um, sometimes. And, and what we normally would do in those situations, we'll work with the customers is to say, hey, you know what, let's kind of sit down and kind of look at what are the priorities? What are the key things that matters to you, both from how do you protect yourself from the implementation of zero trust, your environment that you have, what are the complexity you have? And let's understand and what are the alternative way to do this? But it also would mean that elicit with them and helping them to understand that it is therefore important to understand there is probably a need to be open to conversation around moving away some highly customized front end, if they can, right, into a more standardized approach and therefore leveraging on that to get them the benefit of a, a SaaS-based identity security solution. Well, however, I do want to point out though, very often people just say, oh, you know, it's a cloud-based solution, but really you want to be looking at a cloud native, a multi-tenant, single code trained solution that is really a true SaaS, right? Not a hosted solution, because when you look at that, then what you end up happening is that you have all the challenges of an on-prem. Now it's just sitting on hosted solution, right? Plus you have added complexity now because you have the, the cloud complexity underneath it, right? So I think it's important, right? And, and what are some of the common problems you do see with those kind of approaches that you continue to be heavily scripted, right? You don't really get the benefit of it. They are single tenant, right? And, you know, along with a single tenant approach, then you have all the other 
challenges that come with the cost of managing it, keeping people on the track, the uh, upgrade that happens is going to be impacting the uptime and all those other uh, service level challenges that come with it. So I think that's the one thing that I would say uh, as enterprises look to start to move their identity security platform to more a cloud native SaaS based platform. It's important to kind of understand that what are they going to be looking at? What are the things they'll be willing to simplify and be able to then leverage on that to kind of get the most benefit of a SaaS based platform. Now, you mentioned about that shift in mindset that you have to be willing to give up some of the more customized uh, mm-hmm. features and functionalities that you've had as you mm-hmm. uh, go for a more standardized SaaS-based yeah. uh, solution. In terms of skill sets, though, what sort of skill sets or expertise or experience is needed? Or is everything that I already have sufficient for me to be able to make that transition to a, a SaaS-based solution? I think that you you got to break that down into a few key things, right? To you, you, and we're talking about narrowly focused really now around identity security. And if you look at that, I think the first thing that you have to have from a skill set is really to be able to understand identity security and how this fit into the new environment of hybrid and how the shift from perimeter based security into identity security and the understanding and the skill set is important because that that would be the first thing that sets the kind of the guardrail on what you would want to do uh, in your environment. And then, of course, on top of that, you need to also obviously understand the different platform that's available out there, the tools, and then also understand what is important, right? The ability to cross between on-prem and cloud and assess, and as well as be able to kind of understand how to leverage on the AI. Um, So knowledge of AI will be important, not deep knowledge because you don't really need to do it, but to be able to use the AI that is core to the solution and leverage on that to kind of get the um, most benefit out of it will be important. One of the things that is actually quite interesting is because as enterprises starts to kind of expand their environment more and more to include cloud and SaaS, you will also realize that this generally tends to be managed by two different groups of people. The cloud ops people who tend to manage the cloud operations and SaaS operations, and then the typical on-prem infrastructure ops people. Now, if you don't have a way to kind of bring these two together into a single pane of glass and single line of sight, the management of your identity security will become very, very dicey, right? Just kind of expose uh, yourself. Can you share with us the latest and arguably, anyway, the most exciting trends that you're seeing within the identity and access management marketplace? One is that if you look at the some of the trend, right? Gartner basically has said this thing: that we can expect connect anywhere computing to drive the needs for smarter access control. It's, it's, you know, you you hear that very often, right? What we do see that brings about an evolution around identity security. It means that you know identity security platform needs to be able to kind of be able to integrate across all the hybrid environment, all the different devices, and both the hybrid environment. This that's very very important, and also I think. The other key thing you see is that because the rise of identity due to all these transformations, the, the workforce transformation, how they work, and also the digital transformation where you see there's a rise of uh, usage of non-human identity, for example, uh, RPA, which was a hot topic as well, right? Uh, RPA, the IoT, all this thing, right? It becomes even more important today to have strong identity access management practice to, to secure this identity that is based on a modern uh, identity security platform. What I say this is this, right? Because think about this for a moment. Let's talk about RPA, right? RPA is the bot. It's a workforce, digital workforce for many companies. And the difficulty is that that one single bot can actually play multiple roles throughout the day. And you literally need to make sure that when they're playing one role, they only have access to certain resources based on the privilege they give them to them. And then that switch over when they change to 
a different role, right? So even though you may have 5,000 RPA boards in your environment, it could easily be 25,000 because each one of them pay five five rows in, in a day, right? So you just think about it, the, the whole trend that's happening is that because of the need to measure, uh, to, to manage identity securely across all the environment, but it also brings about the challenge of how the sheer volume and complexity has increased. So which brings that brings to the second trend that we see that in order to kind of manage that beyond capacity volume, you need to start looking at a modern identity security platform that is, I think at the core of it all, having an AI machine learning to help manage that whole sheer volume and complexity. And what I say is this, right? Because if you think about it, the sheer volume and complexity brings about the need that Therefore, to have event trigger to be more adaptive. How do you have that line of sight and intelligence? So if you look at the old way when people manage identity, you would kind of do access certification once a quarter if you have enough time, right? But in an environment where you're 60,000 employees to do once a quarter, I think it's going to be very challenging. But assuming that you do it once a quarter, even then you still be leaving yourself exposed for most part of the quarter and most part of the year. Now, what happens when there are changes to the identity, their movement? How do you trigger that event happening? The AI part becomes very important, right? To be able to catch the outlier. So I think, therefore, you know, if you start thinking about modern identity security platform, you know, you really need to consider the AI part as part of the weave into the architecture. And then the other thing that you look at as well is that, you know, zero trust is no longer a buzzword. It becomes a necessity, right? I mean, zero trust actually been around for a long time, but over the last two years, and I think moving forward into the next few years, you will see an acceleration of the adoption because it's finally beginning to look like it's possible to make it a reality, ranging from usage of AI to very, very much into automation as well, right? So if you think about it, the evolution from just doing governance and certification now has moving more and more towards automation and the automation provides a lot of uh, cost saving and benefit but not only that it also will be able to help with some level of remediation if something happens right and we all know that in cybersecurity, it's never if it will happen it's when it happens what you do right so i think that's that's going to be a very key part of it all last but not least right i think as you look at you know the earlier time when i earlier uh, what i said about the two trends right you will see that more and more people are working from different places right the work Post that has changed and also digital transformation are taking on a big way and therefore to your central team here right around cloud and SaaS adoption but right, you need to be able to have an identity security platform that's modern is actually able to extend and cover beyond just the on-prem into the cloud and SaaS into multiple level of identity and how do you manage that? We talked about the SaaS application management earlier, right? Access to that, how do you manage that? We talked about cloud infrastructure account management, right? S3, for example, how do you make sure that you have the right access to the right people? And we talk about, you know, how uh, in many enterprises, many customers actually do have a cloud ops people and the, you know, normal IT ops people, right? How do you bring them together so that as a security posture, you'll actually be able to kind of have the full comprehensive view and not just one view versus another, right? I think therefore the key tenet of this thing is really, you know, how do you have comprehensive integration across all the hybrid environment, across all assets, across both cloud and on-prem and across all the human and non-human identity? That's going to be important, right? So I think those are the few trends we see happening, uh, driven a lot by what's happening right now um, in the IT world. Certainly for our audience, a lot more to think about. It's not just as simple as we thought it would be. <laughs> anyway, Journey, <laughs> thank you for joining us on Podcast for Future CISO. You're most welcome, Alan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was Journey Boy, Senior Vice President Asia Pacific at SailPoint on the topic of identity security in the cloud.
You are listening in the podcast for future CISO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future CISO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future CISO. Bye for now.